0: Welcome back to another bonus episode of Anime Deep Dive, the podcast that does in-depth reviews of different anime series. This will be part two of popular anime that don't interest me. A few quick disclaimers I want to mention before we get started is the majority of what I've seen of these anime are from trailers or clips. So if I say something that's out of context or incorrect, be mindful I haven't actually watched these series. Second is just because a show isn't for me doesn't mean it's not good. So if your all-time favorite is here, relax, I'm not attacking it. Third is just because I'm not interested now doesn't mean my opinion won't change in the future. So if a show you love is listed, I'm open to an email attempting to change my mind about it. So first up is Mob Psycho. The one sequence I've seen had Buddy with a bowl cut getting jumped in an alley. I wasn't a fan of the art style, but the animation was great. Which is to be expected because when it comes to this show, all I hear about is the amazing animation. Which I kinda think is the problem. I have no clue what the story entails or the category it falls under. Is it action-adventure or supernatural? Is there magic or powers? For being out so many years you think I would have heard something but haven't. And to piggyback off that point, I'm not aware of the main character's name or any of the side characters. If you listen to part 1 or pay attention to the series mentioned later, I know characters from word of mouth. I've been told about Senku from Dr. Stone. I've heard of Saitama and Genos from One Punch Man. I explain not seeing much of One Piece, but I know of Luffy, Zoro, Sanji, Nami, Boa, Ace, and a few others. So when Mob isn't really talked about in my circles, it doesn't give me the motivation to look into it. Next is My Hero Academia. If you get into anime, you will hear this title. It has a very devoted and intense fan base. From what I've seen and heard, the MC Deku is a whiny crybaby. Memes show half his time is spent crying, and the other half is recovering from injuries in a hospital bed. When it comes to powers, he gets his from eating hair, like how am I supposed to get behind a character like that? Some quirks look lame like the one dude who has cameras all over his body, but then you have Todoroki's fire and ice abilities and Bakugo's explosions which are awesome. The one clip I've seen from this series was Deku and All Might fighting together I think. It was titled When the Animators Go Off but it looked average at best. At least Mob lived up to the hype surrounding its animation. Moving on to that one time I got reincarnated as a slime. It was recommended to me by Kaylee Kale who was very aware of my taste and gave me a heads up it's kinda weird. Much like One Punch Man I tried to watch the pilot episode three times and never made it through. Curly Bob who actually follows through with the given anime four episodes before ditching it rule didn't like it either so I knew I wasn't just being a hater. The way the man with the knife was running down the road made no sense. He was holding the blade out in front of him. So when he was running towards the friend I thought maybe he was being targeted and it got messed up because the main character stepped in front of him. But then the man dropped the knife, turned and ran back the other direction. Leaving fingerprints, the murder weapon and allowing multiple witnesses to see his face. So if it was a hit it certainly wasn't professional. Then I sat there like I'm probably overthinking this and it's just a random attack. But from Buddy hearing the voice as he died to becoming a blob eating grass. I was confused and that's not how I like to start a new series. Again I just felt this series was lame and there's been nothing since that I've seen that makes me go wow I really need to give reincarnated as a slime another chance. Now Jojo's Bizarre Adventures is a series I saw as an ad on Crunchyroll. I really dug the art style and asked Kaylee Kale about it. Like I said he knows my preferences and if for me each season starts with a different story and new characters and that's not for me. Honestly there's not much more to it than that though out of all the series Jojo is the one I could maybe see myself giving a chance only because it's one obstacle stopping me from watching. Finally we have Dragon Ball Super which is going to take up the majority of this part. I stopped watching Dragon Ball after Z and I didn't even know GT existed until many years later. By then I was older, wasn't really into anime, and seeing Goku as a kid again, I said not for me. So where I was off living life, I had no idea Super existed until a buddy of mine sent me a trailer for Resurrection F. There was a special theatrical release close by and as soon as I saw the new blue hair and Frieza was not only back but golden, I said hell yeah I'm in. I was going to incorporate the movies in this section, but as I began to formulate my thoughts I had so much to say I decided it would be better to save them for their own bonus reviews in the future. But I was excited enough by Resurrection F to talk about it with Curly Bob who told me about the series. I went to check it out but the first episode had Goku as a farmer with Kid Trunks and Goten getting Videl water for her face. All I could think was what a dumb way to start a series, how is that supposed to get me hooked? Then visually the show looks like dog shit. The characters are blocky and I didn't like the polished art style. I talked about One Piece being cartoony and Super is right up there with it. My personal preference for Dragon Ball is around the time of Majin Vegeta vs Goku. That looks way better than this and came out how many years earlier? I saw an interview where someone involved with Super said he loved drawing Dragon Ball characters and my first thought was then why did you butcher them? I had a buddy in the 6th grade who drew them better. I mean, he was a talented guy, the type where if you needed a signature on a bad test or your pants forgot to fill out a permission slip, he could copy their handwriting beautifully. But still, at 12 years old, I saw people do a better job than these professionals. The animation was sloppy too. I'm no expert, but I can tell when something doesn't look right. There's a video on YouTube doing a technical breakdown of Vegeta flying and it said it was piss poor. I don't see how arguably the most well-known anime is screwed over so badly. My feeds, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube, is one part MMA, one part hot women, another part stand-up comedy, and the rest anime. Dragon Ball Super was turned to something where if it popped up, I'd check it out but would never watch the show. Everything I've seen is just from clips on my phone. The tournament with Hit had Saiyans from another universe who were taught Super Saiyan with no effort, and that really pissed me off. I'm no Dragon Ball expert and it's been a few years since I've watched it, but I was mad because of how I remembered it. Goku's first transformation wasn't in a tournament, it was in a fight to the death against an opponent much stronger. His best friend is murdered in front of his eyes and a detail I feel is often overlooked is Gohan was next. Goku needed that power to protect his son. Future Trunks' world is being destroyed by androids, and the one ray of hope he has is meeting Gohan. Trunks not being strong enough is left behind and when he does make it to the battle, he finds the lifeless body of his mentor. He not only lost a friend, but lost the hope that his world could be saved, forcing him to ascend. Vegeta's first transformation, he's worn down, bloody, fighting for his life in space during an electrical storm and meteor shower. If his ship is destroyed, he's stuck forever. Vegeta also saw both Goku and future Trunks as Super Saiyans, but it still took him years to achieve. But now you're telling me after a few threats from Vegeta, Kaba who's never even heard of a Super Saiyan, can transform. The thought of his family being killed and planet destroyed activated his blonde hair. If that's the case, why didn't Vegeta, who actually lost those things, turn into a Super Saiyan on Namek when he discovered the truth? In my opinion, this transformation just spit in the faces of all those great moments that we had in Z. My next issue is the visuals of the transformation. Again, go back to Goku on Namek. The sky darkens, lightning strikes, rocks floating as his muscles are tense, his blonde hair fades in and out, add in the freaking music and the golden aura, it was awesome. Or when we first see Vegeta against the android, he hit him with a, does a machine like yourself ever experience fear? The hair fades in and out of blonde, the theme music kicks in, there's a crater in the ground from the energy, it's epic. But with Cabba the wind barely blows and there's a small crack in the ground under his feet. Like, come on. Now the argument can be made Gohan's transformation wasn't special and he was in a safe environment. Yeah but at least he worked for months to attain it and had the flashbacks to all the times he was weak and relying on others. In this moment he needs his own power and Gohan is smart enough to know his father is a deadbeat and will actually kill him. When it came to Kid Trunks and Goten I wasn't a huge fan of their transformations but bought into them being conceived when Vegeta and Goku were so powerful their strength was passed on. And being raised around Super Saiyans made it easier to achieve that form. This other universe's Saiyans aren't warriors and Kaba looks like he's never trained a day in his life. Which made Vegeta who's obtained god power getting his knees buckled and put on the back foot by this brand new baby Super Saiyan even more ridiculous. Next is the tournament of power everyone was drooling over. It was so popular I couldn't really avoid it. My first issue was the roster. I think it would have been cool to have Whis be like I know a guy we could get to join or have Frieza bring in some heavy hitter. Maybe Vegeta recruits a fighter the Saiyans couldn't defeat while trying to take over a planet back in the day. Add some new blood and powers for this battle. Krillin and Tien were made irrelevant long ago, but how is Master Roshi still strong enough to be on the team? Better yet, how does he outlast Krillin and Tien? I would have actually respected them killing Master Roshi off, have it go down exactly like the fake out in front of Krillin and Goku. With Goku trying the energy compressions and them not working. It would make sense, he's ancient as hell and going out in a final battle would be dope. It would be a lot better than him kicking it from old age watching the nudie channel someday. When it came to Piccolo, I'd be cool with him being the 10th member, but he's freaking mid-tier. The androids became obsolete in the Cell Saga. If my memory's correct, Trunks murdered them both as a skilled Super Saiyan, he wasn't even level 2 yet. So if they're outmatched by a Super Saiyan, how are they going to be any help now? Also, I understand how an organic being can get stronger, but how do the androids? Maybe it's explained and I just didn't see it but the only thing I can think of is Bulma giving them new parts but that doesn't even make sense because 17's off being a zookeeper or something so he would have no time for upgrades. So how did he get strong enough to not only be a factor but the winner? Which further disrespected Gohan who they screwed over so many times before and Vegeta who deserves to be the star of the show. They both got hoed again. Now while I'm really ragging on super it wasn't all bad. One of the moments I really enjoyed was Vegeta beating up Goku Black while giving him the speech about how he's just an impersonator. The reason he can't obtain the full benefits of that body is because he wasn't there for the battles it was built on. I tried to be objective and maybe nostalgia got in the way a little bit, but Super is just not for me. Final thoughts. Once again, the purpose is not to bash on any of these series, it's just my personal opinion. If you think I'm wrong about one of these series, I am more than willing to hear you out. All right. That's going to be it for this month's bonus review. Hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.